electrician, a trade person's podcast. Chewing the fat on how to master your craft. Speaking with folks who work with their hands and learning from experience. What's up, everybody? It's your favorite electrician, Doug, here. Welcome back to the show. Now, before we get started, you might notice I got a little rasp in my throat. Um, You know, just that time of year, season's changing, um, and just in time, too, honestly. I got to get in my garden this weekend. That's uh, one of my favorite things in the world to do. I'm an avid gardener. My wife and I both, we've got a, a real big front yard garden right here in downtown Frederick on the main street, and then we got uh, some garden in the backyard, too. So this was like, you know, what a great weekend for just like getting out in the beautiful weather here in Maryland. It was really nice this weekend, so just had a chance to get in the garden, get my hands dirty, get some seeds in. Um, man, that just makes me feel good. I feel like it just comes right in time, too. Like spring always comes right as I'm fashioning the noose, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, winter, you win this year. And then it's like, well, hold on, it's 60 today. Like, oh, shit, well, sweet. Also got to watch some of the uh, college basketball tournament. Now, I know a lot of you guys out there are, are into your own type of sports, whether it's, you know, uh, hunting, snowboarding, you know, the, the demographics are all over the place. Me, I like all sports, but as you all mostly know, I'm a basketball nerd, so when there's any sort of basketball tournament, I'm super stoked. Now, why I don't really have a stake in the game, you know, with the NCAA tournament, like none of the community colleges that I went to are ever in the tournament. So I don't really care who wins. I'm really just there for the upsets, the Cinderella stories and the good games. Um, but that's what I'm into. Hopefully you guys had a weekend filled with things that uh, that you're into and you got to chill out because guess what? We got another week filled with hard work ahead of us, and we've got to get our minds in the right place so that we don't roll into the week all pissed off that it's Monday. You know what I mean? Because that's easy to do. Because fuck, you know, Monday's always messing up my Sunday. You know what I mean? <clears throat> out here relaxing on a Sunday, and here comes Monday rolling in like, eh, so I'm going to work, guys. Get out of here, man. Nerd. But you can't do that, right? It's our responsibility we, we chose this, you know, this is our duty in the world. And I know I said duty. I know you're, I know that's exactly what 99% of you out there were like, he said duty. Anyway, it's funny. Laugh about it. But it is our duty to ourselves and our, our families and the people we're responsible to, our clients. It's, it's our duty to roll into this week with a positive perspective because it makes our work better and it helps turn mistakes into lessons. And, you know, all that kind of stuff that we talk about all the time. Um, but you guys know that stuff. You remember when I said duty? That was awesome. So I got a question for you guys going into this week's conversation. It's a really good conversation this week that um, could be helpful to a lot of you out there. <clears throat> and it starts with a question. And here's the question. How many of you within the last, let's say, week, uh, thought to yourself while you're on the job, this is ridiculous. These people don't know how to run a company. <laughs> I would never do this if I ran a company. You know what? I should just I should just do my own thing. That's what this conversation today is about. Today we sit down with a gentleman named Jeff, and Jeff operates under the moniker of the 360 Electrician. You can find Jeff on Instagram. 360 electrician uh you can find him at his website www.the360electrician.com and you should check out his youtube channel the 360 electrician jeff is a uh an electrician a business owner and he's also a business coach and he's got a pretty robust online presence with tons of information for people that basically are going from that position of an elect electrician an employee into the world of the electrical contractor, you know, being the one who's making all the decisions and running the show. And Jeff's got a lot of insight and tips on, you know, how to do how to do just that and how to do it successfully. So <clears throat> when we when we first talked about what we were going to kind of discuss this week on the episode, um, Jeff threw a handful of ideas across the table. But the one that really stuck out to us was this concept of trading in your your time card for your contractor card. And the reason that that really stuck out is because I think a lot of a lot of us find ourselves in that position. That question I asked at the beginning like 
if that wasn't this week for you, I'm sure it was a, another week, right? I'm sure that none of us have done this without having that thought of like, man, I could do this better. But the reality of the situation is there. That's the mentality. Like you have that mentality when you're an employee because you, you don't have the full breadth yet. I mean, you have some sort of inkling uh, that there's more to it, right? You understand, obviously, there's more to it than just doing the work. But it's not really until you get in it that you really can see fully like, oh, wow, Jesus, like, I just didn't understand those things. <laughs> like, and, and that's natural, right? And so we wanted to have this conversation for those of you out there who um, are either in the process of doing this, have been doing it for a while, um, so that you can listen and compare insights and and you know, mostly for those of you out there that want to take this leap and, you know, go out on your own and at least try it, you know, say, you know, maybe I, maybe I can run a business, uh, more successfully or, or in a way that is different than the one, the ones I've worked for. And I, and I think that's a good place to start. Like if you are, if you are considering the alternatives to how a project should be managed, you know, maybe, maybe you're in that headspace. Maybe it, it it would be for you. You know, the truth is, and we talk about this in this episode, you don't have to run a company like an, like someone else. You know, based on what your priorities are, your company can be whatever you'd like it to be, as big or as small. And so we get into a lot of topics of conversation that we think might be helpful for, for those of you out there um, that, are, that are getting ready to do something like that or considering doing, doing something like that. If you are, I, I highly recommend checking out Jeff's platform because there's just a lot of resources on there. He's he's a great guy, and um, his purpose in this world is to help those of us that want to make this leap. So check him out, the360electrician.com. Um, this is a fun conversation. We really think you guys are going to like this one. So without further ado, here's our conversation with Jeff, the 360 Electrician. Enjoy. So Jeff, yes. first of all, we know you're a busy dude and you got a lot going on. So thanks for taking the time to just sit down and chat and share your, your uh, insight with us. Um, I've been following you online uh, since we, since you first reached out and we first made contact um, like and you just three hours great. ago. Right? That was just three hours, three hours ago. ago right? uh, you're full of uh, really good energy, uh, great insight and lots of information and knowledge for people. So um, we had you on today cause we really wanted to talk to you obviously about your platform, the things that you're working on and how, mm -hmm how you're helping people in the electrical industry. Um, and then we also wanted to talk with you about the concept. This is an idea that you had. Uh, this basically trading in your, your time card for your contractor card, right? Like the yeah. idea of what are the differences in your day-to-day -day when you do go from just being an electrician working for somebody to an electrical contractor working for yourself? Because there are a lot of differences in the way that you think and the way that you approach every single day. Um, so good stuff to talk for about. Sure. Thanks for being on. Yeah, no, dude, are you kidding? I think, uh, truth be told, I reached out to you guys as soon as I found out about you guys, and I was, like, super excited about it. And partially, I always give credit to Dustin for getting into YouTube, and uh, I'll, yeah. I can tell you that story. It's kind of funny. Um, and really, getting into the podcast is because you guys. So uh, it's kind of funny how just that works, and that is exactly yeah. it. You know, you guys started yeah. this platform. You don't know who you're going to reach what it's yeah. going to do in other people's lives. Um, yeah. Just, again, Doug, some of the funny stuff that you do, it just, you know, I was playing it to, you know, I played it to my wife. Of course, she doesn't find anything electrical funny, right? But I was <laughs> playing it to my, uh, my other guys. Oh, yeah, Rudy, my, my guy in, uh, he was taking me to the airport when I was flying back. And I'm like, hey, Rudy, do you know, oh, you know what he says? Yeah. And, you know, it's, just, but again, it, you right, just wow. never know who you're going to touch in what way. And uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And, and that's how I'm here. I kind yeah. of just progressed. Uh, and yeah. then my platform... Yeah. My platform ahead, was, what do I do? You know, you guys got the lifestyle thing going. I mean, everybody's got their niche. Um, a couple, I, I won't drop names, but I will. But, you know, I'm not a union guy, so I'm not going to do a union thing. But, you know, Stephen, a mad, yeah. mad electrician who I talked to several times, has got that niche. And I went, well, my specialty is honestly the business of electrical, plain and simple. I'm not the greatest electrician. I'm not the greatest at code. But my brain thinks, you know, business-like. I've had several businesses before I opened this one. And uh, I said, let me get the niche because it wasn't there. And I've helped so many of my own team over 16 years in brick and mortar. I've got a dozen guys that left me and started their own business. And I'm still friends with every single one of them, except one. Yeah. 
I mean, she gets it. We're, I'm friends with every single one of them. They call me up for advice, and we always chat, and we always talk. And uh, so I thought this is the niche to get in, and so that's kind of how I started it. It's really the pitch is electricians that want to become electrical contractors and electrical contractors that want to level up, and that's it. It's a great pitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the thing you said in there that stood out to me, and I should I should let everyone know I'm getting over having lost my voice. So if you hear me sound a little bizarre today, that's it. He went to a Beyonce but, concert. Oh, uh, <laughs> just screaming. Love it. Um, so what what you pointed out there is the fact that you are still friends with people who used to work for you. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about that earlier today and how rare that is in this industry. It is. And what makes it hard for people going out on their own to learn about this stuff is the fact that the resource you would have does not want to connect with you, does not want to help you yes. in that way. In fact, I was it's telling a story sad. to Doug earlier. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I used to work with a guy um, talking to the boss. His name will remain unsaid. But sure. a friend of mine said, you know, they're talking five-year goals. My friend says, well, I'd like to work for myself. And later on, the boss tells me, he's like, why would he say that to me? It's like, well, why wouldn't he say that to you? He's trying, he's trying to be honest and transparent, right? Right. right. Uh, but that's just like, that shows the mentality that that boss is like, don't you better not tell me you plan on working for yourself. Right. right. It's like, you know, if I can legally fire you right now, yeah, I heaven forbid. You know? Right. And that's, that's how it is on YouTube, though, with us creators. You know, I reach out to some creators and they're like, like, you're my competition. What are you talking about? Everybody should be subscribed mm. to every single one of our channels because they get something different. Yeah. Can I tell yeah, a story yeah. really quick? When I when I got back into the trade, yeah, thank you. Totally. When I got back into the trade, I walked into the largest uh, service contractor, electrical service contractor in Los Angeles. Anybody from LA is going to know who that is. They ran fifteen years ago. They ran about fifteen to twenty vans and about forty or fifty employees, and they were everywhere. They had a hundred thousand dollar a month uh, marketing budget. I walked mm -hmm. in and they said, "Well, why are you?" And I said, "Honestly." I go, I went to trade school. I graduated. I got my uh, degree in constr electrical construction and maintenance. I go, uh, I got, I'm getting back into the trade, and I just want to learn it so I can go on my own. And the guy said, you're hired. See the difference? This guy's a multimillionaire, super mm -hmm. successful, because he said, fine, you're going to leave anyway, but I got a guy that's going to be motivated as hell to learn, yeah. to sell, to do all these things. And sure enough, within three months, I became his top sales guy. We, I sold over a well, million dollars of in-home service. That's recessed lights. Give me some under cabinet yeah. lights. Troubleshooting, changing out panels, but nothing like new construction where it's a hundred thousand per project. Now yeah. we're in LA, so some of these Beverly Hill homes. I remember doing Brad Pitt's manager, and I can drop names all all day long on stars houses that I've been in and all that. But you know, I remember doing like a forty thousand uh, dollar landscape lighting job on Brad Pitt's manager's house. You know, and, and imagine what the commission is on that, right? So Gotta it was see Brad. Got to yeah. see Brad coming up that walkway, man. You can't yeah. – every second, you got to be able to see Brad. Yeah, we had some pretty good – I've had some pretty good clients. I had Slash for a long time. Uh, I have right? Charlie Charlie Wilson, uh, who used to be the Gap Band, but now he's blown up in himself. He's a huge, huge R&B. Does stuff with That's Justin, cool. Pharrell, all these guys. So anyway, That's see, I'm dropping fun, names. That's the fun of working yeah. in the L.A. Yeah. area. Or, it you is. Know, if you're at, like it talking is. to Stellman – you know, Michael Stellman works in the New York area, and, you know, he's always in somebody's house or something. You know, that's just how it is. It's good stuff. Good Debbie Gibson. Who? Can yeah. I keep dropping? Debbie, Debbie Gibson. Deborah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Deborah. Thank you. It was funny. Anyway, <laughs> we're not I won't talking, tell that story. We're not talking lost in your eyes, Debbie Gibson. Right. We're talking the Mature electric Deborah. youth, yeah. Deborah Gibson. You didn't know I knew those deep cuts. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't. <laughs> I, and half I the time, I I'll either. be honest with you, I don't even know who they are. I'll be in front of their face, yeah. and then my guy will be, do you know who that was? No, It's probably no for the best. Yeah. That's for like, the best. I think they probably appreciate that Is their check balance? Is it just real? Is their cash printed from the U.S. government? Then that's all I care about. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway. That's right. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I did the niche. I truly have a passion to help people. You can see it. I never stop. Um, you know, people say, dude, what, you're just like a freaking energizer bunny i got shingles that's why and shingles if you right stop on. talking and yapping it starts itching so i just never <laughs> stop talking i will constantly it's true it's a true story you know paul shingles had a, like paul had a thorn in his side and he asked god to take it away i think he had shingles uh -huh. because um it, yes, it, it's a motivator yeah. <laughs> god, god was like did you have chicken pox <laughs> then the shingles virus Today, is already in your body there you go we might as well give it to you shingles yes yes <laughs> So yeah, that's what that's what I do, and I, I did. I, I I got coaching, as I said, to start the YouTube channel, and my mentor, you know, just gave me a bunch of knowledge that blew my mind, and uh, 
And then I, w- I was in the internet business before. I was actually in the tire business on the internet. And uh, so yeah. it was kind of like second hat. I've always been a tech guy. And um, if, if, if people watching this have no idea. So I live in Montana right now. I'm south of Missoula. Uh, and I'm 1,200 miles away from my brick and mortar, and you know I'm not saying it to brag. I'm not saying it to 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 prop myself up because if you truly know me, I'm I'm the humblest guy. I give other I give 99% of the information for free. I got to monetize some of it. Um, but you know we're we're blessed, man. 16 years, the marketing I learned really early from my other businesses, and the phone rings nonstop, and our clients are are recession proof. And I teach that and I preach that like when you're just starting out, what kind of clients should you go after? Go after the McDonald's. And they go, what do you mean? Well, you know, McDonald's, if we're super busy right now, cause the economy was booming, especially a year ago, I don't have time. You saw here, let's show your audience what I'm eating dollar burritos. Why? Because I'm slammed. So I don't have time, right? Well, I, I got to go through the drive through at McDonald's when times are good. And then when yeah. times are bad, I don't have any money in my pocket. I'm going through the dollar menu at McDonald's. So M- McDonald's is a, is a recession-proof client. Well, you're yeah. not going to work for McDonald's, yeah. but you can work for the developers or the landowners, those people that build fast food restaurants. And those are the things that I really want to teach sure. and preach because they don't, people don't think about that, and I do. Sure. And I, the and stuff I that's think, not going anywhere. Yeah, and I yeah. think next year, I'm already done. I've already got all my jobs. I'm locked in for 2023. I just went to LA to get signed up for 2024 and maybe even 2025. And that's big projects and stuff like that. So that's what I really want to sure. teach people. Because if I knew it when I first started out that day, when I t- clocked out of my punch card and clocked into my electrician card, those are the mm-hmm. things you got to start doing. You got to change that mindset. But I do want to talk way more about yeah. that because it's huge. Well- so you so you got into the trades and you got you know you got your you went to school and and you came back in and you worked for this company um you know what was the you you clearly since you've owned companies before this was that was the move is like you're like this is my this is my method to get to owning my own company yes. right um so you knew you were gonna do that so when you first set out <clears throat> you're like okay time for me to do my thing what were the big like because you had done that before. Mm-hmm. What were the what were the surprises in the construction industry that were that were different things you had to think about differently from being the person with the tools on right. to the person running the company? Yeah, the first is get ready for a pay cut, straight up. That was like the first yeah. thing, I, and I knew because now I'm. I, and, and there's a whole method on how I did it, which I would love to share. Uh, but I think the first thing was the reality of I, I, I just had a perfect storm. And what do I mean by that is I had I had insurance. I had benefits. I had certain things. My wife, and that's mm-hmm. why I got back in the trade, by the way, because I had sold my last company. I wasn't working. My father-in-law, I'm Armenian. She's Armenian. And he goes, you know, you don't have a job. You can't marry my daughter. I'm like, job. Come on, bro. I just sold my company. I'm living off the funds, and there was there was getting little, and I'm like, I'm running out of money. So I went back to the trade, and uh, that's why I did it. Um, and so when when I jumped ship, the first thing, oh, and so she had a job with LA Unified School District, so she got a she became a teacher, and full okay. benefits, like the best benefits in the world. And that's okay. so that lined up because people watching here is like, sure, you had it easy. No, I mean, I had to wait. I had to strategically plan these things. So when she got the job, and it was literally just before we got married, so I knew I could jump ship, and I'd already worked for that company for about a year. Um, so that was the strategic planning things had to fit while I was working for that other company, making great money. I bought my first service van while I was working for that company. I took a piece of my paycheck and I started building my inventory while I was Mm -hmm. at that company. I never, ever did side jobs and I never stole anything from them. Although once in a while, when we had material, like there's only a hundred feet of wire left on a roll, this company would just throw it away. I'd be dumpster diving for that hundred feet of wire. Sure. You know? And so I got set up that way. Um, so the biggest thing, of course, I knew it was going to be a drop in, in money because this is a paycheck that's coming no matter what. And I knew it was going to be like reset button. And so that's probably the scariest thing I think for most people. And by the way, my coaching too, I coach over, I have over 300 signed up. I wish I can get to all of them, but I slowly, I do. My number one question is pricing, but my number two question is for those that are about to jump, they're like, how do I do it? And I'm like, oh man, let me tell you. So the biggest thing is that it's it's really the getting over the fear of are you going to make a living? Are you going to make money? So I think that's the biggest point. And then um, yeah, I can tell you how I overcame that. But you know, to, well, to let's, answer let's that, let's talk question. about the the money part for a sec because I feel like <clears throat> in our industry in particular, we there is a level of like if you're going to jump and you're going to do your own thing, 
um, I think we're in a lot better shape than somebody who's going to maybe start a retail business, maybe mm. a brick and mortar where they're selling wares. Like our... you have to buy large machinery yeah. or like yeah. printing presses. That's or... right. Or like yeah. lots of inventory and overhead. Now, sure. every we should also obviously state that there's a million ways to do it. Like you could your your business model in Los Angeles is very different than Lumen Brothers Absolutely. here in Maryland. And, and that's a beautiful thing because we all can come at it from a different. So so. Number one is you are going to take a pay cut, but also in regards to money, Josh and I talk about this a lot. You, <clears throat> there's a mindset of like um, employee mindset mm -hmm. versus entrepreneurial mindset yes. in regards to yes. just thinking about money. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is like when you are in the employ employee mindset, <clears throat> you know, my, my wife's family is like this. They're very like job, you know, they're blue collar folk through and through. So like their whole mentality is like get a job. The hours you put in at that job equate to the amount of money yeah. that you get yeah. at your pay period, mm -hmm. and that's how you think about money. So it's like, well, if you need more money, go get another job, right. work more hours at your job. Right. But when right. you get into the entrepreneurial world, you do have to think about money a, li a little differently. It's 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 different how you attain it. Sure. It's different how you keep it. It's di There's lots to it. Um, this is just kind of an outside surface look at it, but wrapping your head around that difference in like you end up getting, you know, we're an S corp now, so we we're on payroll. Mm -hmm. So our pay, you know, we're back to the section of getting, you know, a, a steady paycheck. Right. But but we own the company, and so profits are something to think about. Mm -hmm. How do you reinvest in your company? Mm -hmm. Where does that money go? Yeah. And just <clears throat> just all of all of those things, taking the time, like like when you start your own company, you're you're really kind of trying to effectively buy yourself more time because you need that time to yes. put back into the business. So, yes. so time, you know, when you're an employee, time equals money in respect to yeah. like a, a one-to-one mm -hmm. yeah. time in equals one yep. money with a business. Time is money in a different way where it's like, if you can stack some money, you just bought yourself some time. Yes. You know, cause it's, it's, it's possible when you run the, when you run the business, if you're working long hours to get jobs accomplished, you may make money that way, mm -hmm. but then you lose the time it takes to make the financial decisions and the business mm -hmm. growth decisions mm -hmm. to expand the business. You're yes. just going to be stuck working long hours to make money, right. and the, the growth potential gets lost. Yes. Um, exactly you know, what I so preach. Far. Exactly what I teach in coaching. Yeah, yeah. So you guys hit everything because, again, here we go. It's a real thing. We're, we're in the same business. Like This is a cool part mm -hmm. about electrical. We speak the same language, but we're in different mm -hmm. states. Yeah. So everything yep. is true. So... What you said works. So when I jump ship, there's a couple things of anybody out there is listening right now, and you're ready to be Lehman Brothers, right? Lumen Brothers, sorry, Lehman Brothers at the bank. See, Lehman you guys Brothers. Are, you guys eventually will be Lumen, Lehman Brothers and own the bank, right? We'll so if you're going to be Lumen Brothers, you're going to be 360 Electric. I say when you're ready to go, get all that stuff set up, right? Then what I call and a, and a guy on YouTube I think stole it from me, bro, because I'm serious. I've been preaching about this forever. You get your first whale job. And what's a whale job? It's exactly what you said. It's a job that buys you time. Hmm. So you hit the switch. You've done my marketing at 360electrician.com, right? No, you got your marketing. You got everything set. You got everything done. And then you hit that switch and say, I'm going to go. And that's what I did. Yeah. So I ended up yeah. getting a, a, a bare bones, complete remodel. That was about a $30,000 job back then. And I mm -hmm. said, that's going to take care of me for the next three months. And once I got that, I said, sayonara to my boss. I gave him my two weeks notice. And yeah. I left and, and that job was exactly what I needed because you know, and I know a job like that, you're going to be there four days straight, then you're not going because the plumber is going to be there and this is going to be, and you got all these gaps. And the point of that being is when you fill those gaps in, because that three month job is paying your bills, you got confidence, you're set, your mortgage is paid, your bills are paid. Now, every time you hustle and you get those in-between jobs, it really is almost like pure profit. And that's mm -hmm. what just took me to the next level. And I never, ever looked back and praise God, I've never been in the red. In, in yeah. I'm going to say the C word because then we'll get banned from, you know, YouTube. But during that time was the most successful time I had because, again, we yeah. were up, we were running, we were, you know, we, we did everything right. And the people, we were prepared for it. So that's mm -hmm. that's a huge one is is get your whale job or get prepared for that. And then, uh, yeah, it's not. So I coach people. And so when I coach, the first thing they ask is, I don't know if I'm bidding right or what's my pricing. So that would be Josh mm -hmm. right there. Right. It, you're mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're going from thirty five dollars an hour. And then you're charging 75 an hour and you're thinking, dude, I'm going to be rich. But, but, 
that's that's side job thinking. Uh-huh, exactly. Job that's thinking. that's yeah. that's electrical handyman thinking is what I call it. And I get yeah, some beef yeah, for it, but it's yeah. true. And then I sit down. So 60% of the people, if I did this with 100 people, and I've probably done it with 100 of my coaching clients, 60% are charging too low, whether that's a dollar low or like sometimes 25, 30 low. I would have said higher. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. It's about yeah. 60. 20 are charging okay. exactly. And you know why the 20 are kind of charging right? Well, my question is, and I got only one coaching client that was pissed off at me, and I'll tell you why. And I go, and I go. So I'll ask them. I, I don't ask them how much they charge because I, I want the coaching to be real. I want I want them to do the numbers, and I do everything based on their numbers where they're at. So Doug, when you said Maryland's different than LA, mm-hmm. sure, I got to base it on what do you pay a journeyman? What are your yeah. taxes? Are you in a blue state or a red state? I don't get political, mm-hmm. but it's the truth, right? And so we sure. go through the yeah, numbers, and difference. I teach them a super five step method. Not an Excel sheet, not anything. It's plain and simple. You need to make money for every quote-unquote billable hour, right? And so I find 60% are charging way too low. Because, again, when they come to me, they're like, dude, I'm, I'm, I, did a, I got a guy I coached just the other day. It's his first year, and he had $88,000 in sales. I think that's freaking great. He's in the Midwest somewhere. It's not like Los Angeles where you know, that might be one project. And he goes, yeah. but, you know, because, but I pretty much made nothing. And we did our coaching, and he was off by like twenty dollars an hour. Well, you do the math, you know, you yeah, you lost it. And so um, it's all his profit. Yeah, exactly. And then twenty yeah. percent are are in the zone, and twenty percent are charging more than once once we get the minimum. But the difference is, yeah. out of that twenty percent, only one percent, not even one percent, know why they're still charging that. And they right. their answer is, well, that's the going rate, or that's what my competition charges. And I said, okay. Well, are you landing, how many jobs are you landing out of 10? And they say, well, only four. Right, because you know why? They have no overhead, no truck payment yet, no nothing, but they're charging what that guy charges. That guy is like me maybe, and he has a warehouse, and he has this, and he has that. No, you should be charging based on you. Don't worry about the competition. You got to only worry about yourself. And so, you know, I'll I'll, I'll go through all of that, man, but it's exactly, it's just how do you find that out? How, How you go to the wholesale house and you ask that other guy, hey, bud, how do you price? What are you gonna get? The big middle finger, right? That's what these platforms. That's why <laughs> well, we, we've been lucky. We have we have somebody we can talk to, but yeah, yeah, but exactly. it's, it's true, and I, I think you do see it. Like we have, you know, there's examples of all. Every time you run into somebody who's gone out on their own, and we have, I mean, we all know tons of teams. Um, everybody's got a different approach, yeah. and t- it tends to be what you've experienced it tends to be an, a replica of what you've gone yeah. through so a lot yeah. of a lot of us will start and be like well this is what we did at the company i work for the companies yeah. i work for and this kind is of how like they if ran you did it. residential this, work you become yeah. a residential electrician kind of like that yeah kind of but just like number wise like mm. saying well this is what we charge an hour mm. well um you know and, and that was how we started too it was just like where should we be sure. what does that look like and sometimes when you're getting started it's good to just that's not a bad way to start because sometimes you, you don't know and then um it took a little while for us to get numbers to look back on mm-hmm. yeah. to know where we wanted to land so that we could go backwards and say, well, these are what our numbers need to be in order to land where we want to. Um, yep. Once you know for sure what your numbers look like, you, there's, it's a lot easier to tell somebody what your numbers are because even if somebody doesn't like them or they're like, right. those, I, that's right. out of my range, you can just right. say, okay, that's okay. Um, you don't, you know, instead of being like, well, let me, let me sell this in a way that only works for you. Right. And not for us. It doesn't work that way. It's sure. Like, it's be a good deal both ways. Sure. And the yeah. best thing ever, and I have a couple of really, I think, you know, that one I kind of like, I have these sayings that I should probably market. One of them is like, be the lead, don't pay for leads. And we talk about that. But the other one is, and I did it on, I put it on a, a short, you know, when you, when your employees drive nicer cars than you do, right? Mm-hmm. It's because you're giving the, di- you're giving a discount, your money away as a discount or because the customer said, well, you're too expensive. Can you do better? And you said, yes, you gave your money away. Because when I do my pricing, you can't pay your guys less. You can't pay Uncle Sam less. You can't pay, you know, the, the only place you can take money is from, remember, you guys own Lumen Brothers. So you can take it from your business or you can take it from your paycheck because you're the owner, right? And so it's this, it's this shift into a wow moment, which most of the people I coach go, Wow. Like, I never thought about that. You know, I kept, I, I, I went in and I said, my price is 400. And the guy said, well, I'll give you 300 if you do it. And you go, yeah. And then I show him, where did you lose, where'd you get the $100 from? 
And they yeah. go, uh, 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 oh, you're right. No, no wonder my guy's got new cars and I couldn't afford it this year. And so that's a big problem, I think. And, and again, I do simple math. I used to call it stupid math, but I guess I'm not stupid. I, I, I did that to humble myself. I go, look, I want to teach you stupid math because this is the way I do it. So I change it to simple math. You know, I don't go to Excel worksheets. I don't do anything. If you guys see anything on my channel, uh, I just, God willing, I mean, it's not penned in, but it's almost guaranteed. We, we signed up some pretty nice projects. I mean, really nice. And, and they go, well, how'd you bid it? How'd you bid it? I bid it the same way as I'm going to bid four recessed lights in your residential versus these jobs. There are seven fifty, eight hundred thousand, just the electrical. I bid it the actually the same exact way. I don't have a bidding team. I don't send the the, the numbers out to some guy. I, I do my own takeoffs per se with my team because if I did takeoffs and it came back, what's the first thing we do? Well, let's make sure it's correct. Right. Well, then why yeah, why anyway, bother? Right. You know. So it's pretty crazy, but it's all a learning curve, man. And it's tough. It's tough. I mean. We couldn't do it on one video. We couldn't do it on 10 videos. It's just that learning process, like you said. And yeah. clicking on all these YouTube channels. And, and instead of driving and listening to crap, you know, I used to listen to a lot of garbage. But when I worked for that other company, I drove at least two to three hours a day going call to call because I was a sales call. You know, mm -hmm. the only thing you would ever hear in my van is sales CDs, business CDs, uh, reusing the right words. I tell it all the time. It's not me. What are these CDs you're speaking of? <laughs> ah, CDs, right. MP3s. Yeah, CDs, MP3. man. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> and, and again, like guys, like, you know, uh, hey, uh, you know, if you sign my contract, uh, we can get started versus, hey, you're, you know, can you okay my paperwork and we can get started? All these little psychological things. Every, when you said it, when you go from that time card, into the business, you got to yeah. learn these things because yeah. without selling anything, you're going nowhere. You could be yeah. the greatest electrician. And I said that too. You know, we're all great at the trade, but we suck at business. And it's the business you better be good at, not the trade. Because look, am I great at the trade? You don't want to see my panel in my own house that I did. Spaghetti, <laughs> anybody for dinner? It's my own house. Do I care? I do, but I'm just, I'm an ADD guy. Okay. I just want to get it done because I got 15 things. ADD panel. Yeah, but uh, but but if I couldn't sell that panel, who cares what yeah. it looks like? You know what I mean? So I'm better. I can always find someone better than me to do the work, quote unquote. But you can't find someone to run your company. Does that make sense? Of course. Which is why you have Josh, Doug. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, I mean it's and and it's it's fair to say that you know all of these models are functional. Like um, people listening might be thinking, like, well, I want to start a company too. And this is uh, good information to listen to because uh, I can kind of understand a little bit more of what to expect. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of ways to do it. You know, you could yeah. you could go out there and, and uh, take a take out a loan and invest and and yeah. start with the big company. Mm -hmm. um, what, whatever the case, there's lots of ways to do it. Josh and I did there it is. the opposite, where we just uh, bankrolled it and uh, started small Beautiful. with one yeah. truck and and just started picking up jobs. So there's yeah. lots of ways to go to go about it. I think the, the, the most important thing is that you're, you're just ready for it because, um, it's like, there's so many of us in, in the, in an instance where we're working for somebody where we're like, I could do this better than this guy. Like this, they right. don't, you know, they, it, this place sucks. Like, I, it's, it's disorganized and their communication is terrible. They don't care about how many of you out there listening right now feel this are, are like, nah, there isn't, they don't do this. We don't yep. do that. We don't have this. I see these other people doing. So you think I'm going to go do this myself. Mm -hmm. And I would say that if you're already running jobs for the company you work for, that's really, really, really important because the, some of the things that are the hardest when you're, when you, ch you change, you, you know, turn in that time card and pick up your contractor card is is when you're the one who's making all the decisions um it gets real hairy sometimes it does it definitely yeah. um it's all it's all on you it pass is. or fail win or lose it's sometimes that's that fear part yeah it's yeah. the fear part yeah people need to i think best put if you're considering going out on your own people need to have a little humility mm. um be ambitious Mm -hmm. But be humble because the reality yep. is, look, you might get to a position where you go, oh, that's why my boss did that. Yeah, right. Oh, that's why I didn't get yes. a bonus. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, that's Be careful what you wish for. I, You're going to be dishing it out. That's well, why I don't do – I don't practice, preach side jobs because yeah, eventually yeah. someone's going to do to you and think about how that's going to feel. You know, I, that's just my my motivation. Work in the field and they hand their company's invoice to a customer and they go, wow, that's how much this company's making right now. Uh-huh, right. It's like, no. you're, you, right. you don't know numbers. Yeah. And right. so it doesn't mean you can't do it. 
especially when you get someone like Jeff to teach you. But the reality is, it's like, just be open to the fact that you're going to learn how much you don't understand right now. (laughs) And yeah, you get to pick out the t-shirts and you get to make the culture and stuff. But be humble to the fact that there might be a reason why the Mm -hmm. company you work for does it the way you're doing or they're doing it. Mm -hmm. And you may find yourself doing what you always said, like, you know, what your parents do that you always say you won't do. You're like, oh, that's why they do that. How much does commercial auto insurance cost? How much is general liability insurance cost? How much is workman's comp? How much is my permit fees? How much is my state tax? How much? It goes on and on. I did that one video. I don't know if you saw it. It's a a little funny one. Being a contractor is so easy. Yeah, my boss makes a buttload of money. Did you guys see that one? Yes, I saw yeah. that one. Yeah, get ready, bro. Put on your seatbelt. You know, it's, it's not. But listen, at the end of the day, do you guys regret it? Oh no, no. Exactly. That's the no. that's the funny part. Yeah. You know, I just I, I think yeah. people need to be open to it because I one of the so we have a couple guys that we run into in the supply house. Um, they started at a sim. We always talk about them. They're great guys, but they started at a similar time to us, and they're doing it completely differently, and they're getting completely different results. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And, but also, I think when you offer some ideas to them, they're completely closed off to it. Completely it. closed off. Yeah. I, they're like, ah, I would never do that. Ah, I don't. I don't mess with Facebook or ah, we're, 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 we don't really know computers. We're not doing a website. Right. right it's right. like, well, if you're not going to be open to it, you, those are the crops that you're going to reap. You yeah, know, absolutely. Like, absolutely. You know, I got yeah, a big it, middle finger from someone here in Montana. So I didn't tell you on the flip side. So I've got my company in LA. I've got the, of course, the YouTube. I consider a separate company now, and I've. I've been kicking back and forth whether I'm going to open in Montana. So I already got my master's here and my unlimited is like literally days away. And, uh, you know, and so what I did was I reached out, Josh, exactly what you said. I said, hey, guys, you know, I don't want to open up here and do contracting. I really don't. Why should I? I've got a good gig here. I got a great gig in California. Um, But you know what? You know me. That shingles keeps itching and I got to keep going. Right. And so. I said, let me reach out to some of the biggest guys locally and offer my services to them. Help them train. I'll sign your non-disclosure, non-compete. I got no problem with that. And blah, blah, blah. And half the people were open to it and half the people gave me this. Yeah, yeah. And so wrong thing to do because now I'm getting like, you really got me motivated, right? Because, you know, there's so many things that as a business person, I automatically think of like, dude, your money is tied to Montana. Mine isn't. I open tomorrow. I'll do everything for cost for the first year. Have a nice day. Like, you know what? Like, you better be careful. You got to think. You got to humility. You got to go with humility. Anybody and everybody that reaches out to me, I thank them. I say, awesome. It's not for me right now, but I want to keep that in the back burner. I don't be like, dude, get out of here. Don't waste my time. Because I don't know if that guy knows this guy or quote unquote, like I said, you know, and I'm going to go heavy commercial here. And there's only a few commercial guys. And one of them gave me the finger. I'm like, who do you think I'm going to be competing against? Yeah. My money's not tied here, right? Mm. So I can do it for anything. Yeah. And and anyway, so it's a long story, but it goes with yeah. humility and I preach it all the time. Humble yourself. Here's another reason. Remember, all of us, once we're electrical contractors, we only make money for one way. Unless you're doing YouTube like us and you're selling shirts at the swap meet, you're trading electrical work for money. But I say you're not trading the electrical work. You're trading a value, a perceived value for money. So when you level up your the perceived value you can give to people, then you're going to level up the money you're going to receive from them. And you just have to be this much better at doing that than your competition. Not cheaper, because che- maybe value is cheaper to them. But most of the time, it's and I, and I say it all the time where I say, just explain to the customer how you're going to install something, because the last guy probably didn't. And yeah. you say it as a sales pitch. So, hey, guys, you know what? What, what I want to do is I want to go up the wall and then come down behind your kitchen cabinet, because if I do and I have to open wall, you don't have to pay a painter to patch that. It'll save you some money. Well, you're already going to do that. But now what you told him was these key words of, hey, it's cleaner. You don't have to pay more money, and I think it would look nicer. But, but you see that value? And now, guess what? When I show throw that number that happens to be $300 more than my competitor, they might say, yeah, he's a little bit more, but boy, this guy's really on top of it. I always say, throw in that USB plug charger next to the nightstand when you're redevicing. You know, do those little things give value. And these are things that when you're an electrician, my guys too, God bless them, I love them to death, but they're not in there going, well, what else can I sell? You know, well, wait a minute. The smoke detectors look yellower than my teeth. 
You know, it's been there for 16 years. Why didn't you sell a smoke detector for 79 bucks? I would have gave you $25 commission just on that one smoke detector. And you could say it as much as you want, but when you're punching your time clock in, you're not thinking about those things. But guess what? Start thinking about it. I tell people, approach their bosses. Say, boss, I want to make more money. If I start selling extra work, will you give me a piece of the action? I would say, hell yeah, I'll give you the piece of the action. Right. And so it, it is when you when you get out of that time clock, you're going to start thinking about that. So start doing it now so that when you do jump ship, you got all that mindset in. Anyway. I agree. I, well, I liken it to um, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but um, going out on your own in business is a lot like um, when you have a kid and Josh kind of touched on it. Right. It's like it is. It's like all these little things that like he, you were saying, when you, you know, people are like, oh, my boss is stupid and this company's a bunch of dummies and blah, blah, blah. That's what kids say about their parents. Your parents are dumb. They don't know how to do it. That's a good point. They're bad parents. Right. Never, you know. And then you mess around and have a kid. And you are like, I don't know how to do this. Right. And before too long, who are you calling? Your dad and your mom mm. and the mm. jokers who you thought were dummies. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, man. You know what? I, well, the first time I had a kid, I realized how hard I was on my dad. That was the first thing that hit me right. was like, oh, wow, I'm the dummy. Like yeah. I'm I took for granted the fact that he mm. was just a dude doing the best he could with the limited right. knowledge. He, you know, and that's kind of the point is like you, you and you just said it, Jeff. It's like when you're in this house and you could upsell, you're not thinking about that because you're thinking. And I don't mean this in a negative way. I'm not saying that we're your kids like that but right. that that mindset would be like right. how your kids would think about like i'm not cleaning that up that's those aren't my dishes and it's exactly. like it's your house though it's your it's you know you don't want people coming in your house and seeing your house a mess and you there's all these other right. things that yeah but that's what it is you yeah. just said it it's mindset yeah it's all yeah. mindset yeah you yeah. know so are you, are you where are you at with your mindset in terms of going into business for yourself yeah. mm-hmm. just are you still employee mindset but you want to make more money right it's like that might not work out right more right. money is possible, but the mindset has to change. And are Absolutely. you the kind of person? Are you the kind of person that, while you're working for somebody, you take you assume responsibility for your mistakes, and you, you give credit to your team when sure. when things go well? Right? It's like, yeah. are you a good leader in the first place? Because no matter what you you say, if you if you're the type of person who who likes to lean on blaming everything around you for not living up to your expectations, you're gonna find out really soon after going <laughs> into business for yourself, your expectations are to blame, and yeah. the only thing that can, can correct them is your accountability to your actions to change that. And it's and that's especially yeah. important to the new generation. Sorry, guys. I mean, this is an old fogey now, and you guys are getting older in age because you got kids. I mean. If you're out there and you're and most of my subscribers that are electrical contractors are in their 20s and 30s, they just started out because obviously they they they're seeking the information and of course they're more techy. They're going to find me versus uh, somebody that's 50 that just started. Right? right. You guys, you know the new gen out there, man. It nothing's for free. I mean, yeah. you got to hustle, you got to do it, and you got to not take it for granted. There's no more blame game. There's no more. Yeah. When Uncle don't Sam you, says, give me my money, that's when reality really kicks you in the ass because that's right. when life gets serious, right? So far, you've been living under your parents' roof, your other company's roof, right? But as soon as you're under your own roof and you're paying that bill and they shut your electricity off, you're going you're gonna to know it. You're going to grow up really fast. I, I agree. And there's, I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of things just like that analogy with parents to kids. I think when you're, in the, when you're an employee, there's so much that's outside of your control that you just kind of maybe end up shifting blame to that because it's like, mm. well, that's outside of my control. So yeah. there's like nothing I can do about it. Well, you'll realize that too when you start a company, there's still things outside your control. And and it's really stressful because if you don't manage the expectations around the things that are outside your control, somebody might just look at you like you did something wrong or that you mm. messed up and that's your reputation. Yeah. And so you've got to, you'll, you'll learn, you've, like Josh said earlier, you really got to be humble and open to learning because mm. if you're going out on your own, you just basically invited the universe to come kick you in the balls. Cause exactly. it's, it's going to exactly. happen. It's the only way you're going to learn is to get in and learn. And, and the universe good. is so ready to kick. <laughs> already caught legs, already cocked back, right. you know, ready to go. And that's why um, I just got rid of mine. I don't have any anymore. I need to do the same. It's <laughs> it's just like I think that the the men, it's the mindset that's really the big game changer. I think um, if you're 
I think you got to be ready to, to like grow a lot. If you're going to do that sort of thing, you got to be like, if you don't read books or listen to books on tape, if you're mm-hmm. not listening to podcasts from people who are trying to offer you like, and, and if you're working for somebody and you're driving around in the truck and you're yeah. getting paid, be doing that. If, Hell if yeah. Really, Hell yeah. They're paying it. for your future success, right? If you mean it, if you really think you want to go out, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this already, you're way ahead of the curve and that makes perfect sense. But like, sure. you got to And like, you never know when you're going to jump yeah. ship too. Remember, a lot of people might start yeah. this and go, oh, well, I'm never going to go on my own. You never know that either. That's true. I got my master's and I was sitting tight at my company and, you know, I knew it was in, in the back of my mind. I knew it was an option. Doug and I had kicked it around before. But then once the moment struck that we wanted to do it, it was like, we got to do it. Yeah. And so I was ready. ready to go. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. to be That's to awesome. Because yeah. what do they say? L- luck favors the prepared mind. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, so. Uh, Very cool. Yeah, be ready yeah and there's so much to learn, like I said. I mean, uh, you know, we can, there's so many avenues to talk about. But, you know, I just appreciate you guys having this channel as yeah. we're winding down, I think, right? No, I'm just kidding. But as as I say it over and over again, I'm a big content uh, um Poor. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm also an information whore. I just give it away, right? Um, you know, I I love to hear things, talk about things, and just network, network, network. Don't think that you're in your area. Everyone's your competition. I don't believe in competition. No. I don't believe. I I believe that you know competition levels you up. It it sharpens your sword, right? Iron sharpens iron. Um, getting well, in and just learning whatever you can. Yeah. yeah, check other people's advertising. Check Google listings. See how they're up there and find out how they did it, why they did it, you know? Um, but you know, if, again, I think you're right, Doug, if you're listening to this podcast, you're already ahead of the game. Cause there's those people that don't, there's people that don't even, you know, they just, they just opened and they didn't do the, the back homework. And those are the ones that aren't going to survive. And I know a lot of people that didn't survive. Yeah. And it, and it happens. And so like, you know, in particular, the, um, the duo that, uh, the guys Josh was referencing, like, the, there's so many pitfalls that you can run into when you start a company. There's so many, there's yeah. so many opportunities where you could fall. And so I, I think it's important to just put the things in place that are within your control so that you, so that the things that, that could take you out are, are less or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, like for example, it. even if you're not techie, mm-hmm. have a website. Have a landing page. It's not rocket science anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and, have a and it's cheap. It's like, cheap to have someone else do it nowadays. Yeah, it well, and that's the thing. It's like, as a business owner, what you have to get good at is finding people who are good at things yeah. and utilizing that. That's right? right. So exactly. it's like, even if you, oh, yeah, it's cheap to pay somebody, but also you probably have like a niece or a nephew or a cousin exactly. that can do it for a hundred bucks in a case yep. of beer. It's like, whatever it takes. Yeah. Your job as a business owner is to now find, if you can't do it, find somebody who can. Yeah. Absolutely. And I will say this though, based on that start, look, I partnered up with Joe Burnich over at big West marketing. I mean, mm-hmm. he is top notch. He's not the cheapest. He's not the most expensive. And a lot of people that I come cause they get free coaching with him once they do anything with me. You know, a lot of them do say, I can't afford that. And then I always ask the question, like, do you have anybody exactly like that? And they go, no, no, no. And then I find out they're like, hired somebody to do it on Wix and I go, I get it, but you're not understanding that that is, that is your projector trajectory to the moon. The moon is where you want your company to be as in your brain, as much as you can five, six years ago. Well, if you're doing stuff here, because I just, I'm not doing it right, or I'm not, it, you're off by a millimeter. By the time you get to that fifth year, you're off by hundreds of miles. Well, your hundreds of miles are hundreds of dollars per se. And so sometimes you do have to sit back and say, Hey, do I spend money on coaching? Do I spend money on a marketing course? Do I spend money going to trade school? Do I spend money? You got to really think what's best for you. Again, I would say you're right based on Maryland, based on Arizona, based on LA. What's the best thing for you? But do it. Bootstrap it. Do it while you're still working for your other company. You know, Don't cheat them. Don't steal from them. But you got a job. You're stable. Right now is the time to start building it up. And everyone's also asking, the economy is going to crash. I hear the economy is going to crash. It's a good time to be a, a go on your own. It's actually one of the best times to go on your own because guess what? If you do it right and you get into the right client, rich people buy when you and I are thinking we're, you know, the economy's crappy because they see opportunity. And if you're lined up with those people, 
you're lined up. What did I just say about getting locked up for 2024, 2025? I got the call from one of my developers that go, hey, Jeff, we got six buildings. Three, two of them are 30-unit apartments with mixed use. Three houses in Malibu. Uh, eight, a 10 condominium complex out in Covina, right? Why? Because a lot of work. lumber's crashed, everything, of course, except copper. Like I predicted it right. was. I had to eat sand on that one. Uh, but he's like, he's ready to go. And and these projects have been sitting for seven, eight months. And I'm going, mm-hmm. am I going to get what's yeah. going Finally, I got that phone call because things are crashing. So you, everybody else, new electricians are going to panic. They're going to freak out because all of a sudden no homeowner is going to call them anymore because homes aren't selling because interest rates. But did you line up? Did you, did you watch YouTube videos? Did you get coaching? Did you spend the money in the right places to the right people so that that trajectory is correct? People that have done it for years and years and years. So, yeah, it's just so much to talk about. But, you know, like you, I said. You've also, I think it's important, too, to know what kind of marketing – is right for you. So like, mm-hmm. you know, like with, uh, with Lumen brothers, we're, we're small and we want to stay small. We, we mm-hmm. want our, our, you know, what we are, what we are doing is a very client direct relationship based yep. value added service. And so when we were first starting, it was kind of like, well, what does marketing look like for us? Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. so we reached out to a local team that, um, is co-owned by a, a friend of mine and, um, sat down with him and his partner and in just trying to talk to them about like, well, what does this look like? What and, mm-hmm. and their questions were like, so if we could get you to the top of the Google search right. uh, for, for X, Y, whatever phrases, would that be good for you? And I was like, mm-hmm. no, that would be right. devastating for us. <laughs> if we were if we were at the top of the Google searches, twenty calls it would a day. do nothing but it would right. be do nothing but piss people off because We'd people have say could, no yeah, we have to long. say no exactly. to everybody. Smart. It would just make everybody mad. People so don't, don't realize wanna... that. Nine out of ten probably would have said, yeah. "Hell yeah," <laughs> and they do. They do. But then you're, but then you're growing to keep up. And, and look, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's your move, but, but then you're growing fast to keep up with that demand. Yes. We have a rule here: uh, growth has to be the solution, not just something that happens. Yeah. Unless, I love it. so like, if you want to be growing, grow. Yeah. Mm. But if you step back and you look at your model and you. You're only doing it because it's what someone tells you you're supposed to. Right, it doesn't make sense. And right, stop. Are you? Is, is the growth stressing you out? Yeah. Is it? Is it putting you in a world that you don't? Are you know? Because you know, Jeff, you talked a little earlier about the the zeros, having the zero with your family, that extra mm-hmm. you know zero at the end of the one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple ways to to get there, like with independent, with being your own boss and running your own company there's a there's a number of ways to get there and one of them is what you're doing which is you're you're establishing this world where you're creating work for people and you're managing it and then the another way is to do what we do which is like our because we're small the flexibility is built into that size yeah Yeah. but you've just got to i think you got to be aware of that kind of stuff because you can you can see dollar signs you know if you're looking at a job or you're looking at an opportunity you're like oh dollar signs but but do you have the are are you sized right for that mm-hmm. project? Do you have the could you get through that price? Is it because if you're not, you're gonna be paying money. You're yeah, gonna exactly. be eating if, that. Shit. If we yeah. took on the 30 apartment yeah. scenario, we'd lose our right. ass. It would be trouble. Yeah. But see, you, you this is the funny part. So when I again I get some coaching clients that come in <clears throat> and go, I coach because I want to know how I can get into commercial. I want to do commercial and commercial. And I go, Great. So how many man team? Oh, I just started. You have a van or truck. I don't. I. I have a. Uh, I have a Honda Civic. Why are you going for? <laughs> you know. Hey. Hey. How about? How about? Let's just start changing some light bulbs for Grandma, and build up. I, I'm not knocking yeah. you. Uh, God bless you. But how are you going to finance that? Yeah. Do you know that if you get a forty thousand dollar commercial job, depending on where you are in L.A., California, ten percent or thousand dollars, whichever is less, as a deposit. So if I have a forty thousand dollar job, I can only get a thousand dollar deposit. You know what that would do to Montana? They they want like fifty percent. I'm yeah. used to ten percent, so I can do it. And so I go, how are you going to finance that? How does that look for you? You might not get a check for forty, sixty days from a big corporation. You know, you hit it exactly on the head. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with exactly what you guys are doing because now that. First of all, you guys are younger than I am, and I'm not saying that I couldn't do the work, but you're in that point of your life where you guys are building your brand. And that is almost bigger in an area. I'm sure. I don't know how. I, I don't know how, what's your zip code, but how many people are in your town area? Couple, not that much, right? Fifty thousand, hundred thousand. I mean, 
we looked it up recently. Hundred thousand ish. It's more. It's more than more than you think. It's booming yeah. right now. It's and but, we're just growing. Yeah. Yeah. Growing yeah I call crazy. that. I, and we didn't even talk about that. But all these electricians are in the unicorn stage. I'm so busy. Yeah. I don't need coaching. I don't need advertising. I'm busy. What happens tomorrow when the banks crash and nobody's calling you because you didn't prepare in the good times? Yeah. But anyway, exactly. But you know what? You guys are in, and I'm I'm a hundred thousand here in Montana. Exactly the same. And yeah. what you guys are doing is exactly what I would do here versus something totally different in LA because yeah. I don't care about like, I got to get every commercial job here. Nope. Here is the slow go. And then you just start getting that market share one job at a time, as long as you priced it right. Cause we talked about that. Imagine, you know, if you don't price it right and, and because yeah. now you did 20 jobs, but you realized, Oh, I didn't make any money off those 20 jobs. That's, right. well, That's we more important. That today. It's like pricing is, is more valuable than be, a lot of guys mix up, you know, they conflate the concept of being busy with being profitable. Yes. And it's yes. like working a 10 hour day does not mean you're making money. Yes. And working 60 hour weeks does not mean you're making money, but they yes. think it does. Sure. And it's like, if you're keeping guys busy, that is great. But the reality is I will take a profitable four hour job mm -hmm. over a loss for a 10 hour job. Absolutely. All day long. Be and that's what because of, and we also told you who loses your employee does it. They're getting their hourly. You or your company is yeah. going to lose. Hundred percent true. Yes. So we have been so focused on dialing in our pricing, mm -hmm. our who our customers are, and mm -hmm. what we're doing, mm -hmm. and we are taking shorter days for better profit nice. over just being busy yeah. all day because long. Because you're also not afraid to say thanks, but no thanks, yeah. right? Yeah. That's and and it's proved to be. <laughs> and I'll you know, let's say that to the people who are going out on their own. Saying no has proved to be one of the hardest things. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That was my problem for the first four years. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's yeah. like, I mean, you get people that will call you up, want you to come out, and you'll say, that, oh, we're busy for three months, and they'll argue with you. And it's like, you know, there's other guys you can call. Right. But saying no seems to be the, like, the most common theme with what we have to do. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. It yeah. is. And it's, and it's a big, it's like, you have to say no to some extent. Yeah. I if, mean, you, yeah. You, if you don't, then you are right back into a position where you're working for somebody who's not you. It's like, yeah, that was now, me. The first three or four years, I was, I, 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 no was not in my vocabulary. And I was like, dude, the, and, and then you find out that those are the crappy jobs, you know, that you're like, oh man. And, and then the customers that just don't want to pay what you're, what you're worth. I, I never yeah, lose yeah. a customer. I still give them a coupon or a cash discount. And I still will try to save it, but I'll never go down to the to the th uh, to sometimes the prices that that you know they want. And then I know the back end, of course. I teach why customers clients say no, and I have the rebuttals for them. And so yeah. uh, you know that's ingrained, and I try to ingrain it for for my guys. And then we charge. We didn't even get into pricing that much, but we charge flat rate, uh, daily labor rate, period. And then we break nice. that down into you know one hour job, two hour job, three hour job. But then once you get to the four, it's half a daily labor rate. Half and day. if you that's sell it for that. At a minimum, yep. you're 100% golden. You're making the money. Your goal in life should be to love on that customer, give them as much value, yeah. and then get them. So That's amazing right. stuff, I mean, man. It's, yeah, and it's not, it's not, you know, it's, I think just back to the first point, and, and the reason that I really wanted to talk about that, like that wrapping your mind around money differently, um, a lot of us are blue-collar folk. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, we all are, we all work in the trades and everybody's got different background, but a lot of us are like blue collar, meaning like we grew up around people who work for a living and like yeah. money, money is seen as a thing. It's like you work and then you get money. And so like yeah. wrapping your head around some of the pricing, you know, or, or the way that you price, like right. for example, hourly charging hourly versus, um, per, per item per unit. Mm -hmm. Right. For example, like say you're going to do a handful of, Items in a client's house, you're going to change some lights, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. Well, you could just go, well, let's do it hourly and say it takes you three hours to do all mm -hmm. that stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, you just made three hours worth of work for three hours worth of work. Mm -hmm. And nobody's going to be happy. Or, right. Or you, in my price opinion. It, you price it per job, mm -hmm. task. per task. So this yeah. replacing a GFCI receptacle in this scenario is this much money. Mm -hmm. Replacing a fixture in this scenario is this. Those are sure. our prices. And the, the yep. client can a la carte it, they can prioritize it, or they can just go all in and, and yep. go with it. But that, you know, they see the value in that. They see us yep. because we're breaking it down. We're giving them prices up front. We're, we're walking them through the steps up front. Mm -hmm. um, and we make the money we need to make on the back end so that our company is profitable. Yeah. And, that, and so that we're not, the worst thing in the world is busting your ass and knowing the whole time you're not going to make money. 
Yeah. It's like, and, oh, did I and do And it's those stuff? ones that the customers become the nastiest too. Yeah. You're like, damn, I, gave, well, and, I, did, I knew I wasn't going to make money. And if, sure enough, this one became the pain in my rear. Yeah. The one and, that. So now, now, you know, you're switching from employee to owning the company. You're going out on your own. Now another hat you're having to wear is, and, and this is for a lot of people who still work in an old company, but the reality is you're now working. It's, it's people skills. You yeah. are now interacting with other humans. Yeah. And so flat rate pricing versus hourly, all you're doing there is managing expectations. Yeah. So a person is way happier to give you $400 when they know that's what they're going to pay you. Absolutely. Versus $400 when you hand them a bill. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, and that's, what's, that's simple psychology. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? So it's, it's, all, it's all communication. You know, so if you're going to go out on your own, you better be ready to communicate well. And that's key too. If you charge hourly and you just went on your own, how are you going to how are you going to work on your business while you're there at that customer's house? Well, you're going to have to take text messages. You're going to have to do that customer's eyeballing you saying, "What the hell?" Thank you. And so guess what? Now you lost that repeat business 100%. I broke my golden rule and I did something here at my house and I paid hourly. It cost me about $8,000 more literally. And I and and I'm like, "How can I do?" So you're allowed to make mistakes, but freaking learn from them the first time. Don't make them. Don't charge hourly in 2023 is my number one because they don't know what things cost. When I say your total remodel, your total investment's going to be 3890 they knew an electrician's not cheap. They could, if they suck that up, great, and your margins are, are greater and everything. And now when you get a call, they're not eyeballing you hawking. All they know is – and I and tell them if it's a day and a half, I say a couple of days. If they say, well, how long is it going to take? Well, we're going to try to get it done as fast as possible. I don't loophole us ever into a time or an hourly rate ever. Because again, as a new company, when you're on your way to that job, oh crap, I got this great service call. They're not going to hound you as long as you still finish exactly what you said, Josh. They know what they're going to get. They know what they're going to pay. Give them a little extra value at the end if you did mess up and say, hey, listen, while I was doing it, it was a no-brainer. I had to throw this in for you or I changed out two smoke detectors. Big deal. Now, and you're golden. And then, Doug, I told you about this. You know, I rip up $100 bills. Remember we talked about that? You did say that, yeah. So, Josh, you never heard this from me. So, hey, guys, Doug and Josh, uh, I appreciate you guys. You're great customers. Can I, uh, can I give you and your friends and family a free gift that I know will give them some value? And you go, yeah. And so I take out $400 out of my pocket. I don't literally do it. You're going to have to spend some money on my channel, right, my marketing course, because I'll teach you how to do it. But I'll take okay. out $400 bills, and I'll write your mom's name, your friend's name, and your co I'll rip the $400 bills in half. I'll give you half and say, give that to your mom, your brother, your sister. If they call me, I don't care if it's a service call or a full-blown work, I'll put the half together, and they could use it towards that work. Have a nice day. I leave. Because everybody says, and I do too, they love me. They're going to recommend me. I'm, I got 10 clients from this client. Shoot, I polished their shoes, and I took out their trash. They love me. But then when you leave and you don't rip up $100 bills and then all of a sudden your kid fell at school and they're, they're rushed to the hospital, you drop everything, you go, you're there, thank God your kid's okay, but you come back at midnight with your kid, you sit down. Dude, Jeff, the, th- the 360 electrician, is not in my brain anymore. It, it might be when I have a conversation six months ago. But if I ripped up $100 bills and I look down on the counter, guess what? I'm back in the game. And so I tell everybody, make th- make one client into three, three into nine, nine to 27. After that, I'm not that smart to do the math, but trust me, it'll happen. And within one year, you're taking your business, you started today to the next level within one year. Because if you saw 30 clients and you ripped up $100 bills, that 30 not, is not going to be 90 by the end of that year, but it'll get you 10 more clients. And 10 yeah. more hundreds. And then, you know, they're going to leave that $100 bill on their refrigerator, right? They're going to use it sometime. Whereas your competition yeah. didn't do anything. They just said, thanks very much, and they left. These are such important concepts. And that's, that's my last pitch, right? There you go. Right on. That's, right that's on. my marketing Legit. course. That's beautiful. Well, where can people – so everybody who wants to learn from you, follow you, you know, what, tell, tell them where they can go, how they can find you, and, and where is the most valuable information bang for the buck. Got it. Well, the free information is obviously on YouTube. You just, in the search menu, here's the funny part, guys, and this is crazy. So if you just go to YouTube and you've never looked me up, just type in electrical contractor because that's my niche. So I'll show up. But obviously, if you put the at symbol, the 360 electrician, uh, my website's www.the360electrician.com. That's where I sell all my courses. Uh, I have my email list. Uh, I send out a bunch of free information all the time, quarterly, this and that. Um, those are the ways to find it. Now, for anybody listening, can I give your viewers a coupon for the rest of the month? Sure. 
any of my courses, that's my ultimate marketing for electrical contractors, the ultimate paperwork for electrical contractors. Unfortunately, I don't have a discount on coaching and soon to be the ultimate uh, paperwork for solar contractors. Uh, if you type in TAKE50, T-A-K-E, all capital 50, you're going to get $50 off any of those courses. So Beautiful. just a little bonus Wonderful. for everybody there. Wonderful. And leave some feedback. I mean, you know, yeah. they, they just need to leave feedback. My channel is driven on feedback. If I get yeah. feedback that say, Jeff, I got feedback from a, a very good friend who said, Jeff, can you please make a course on bidding? You've never done that. And I realized coaching, my number one question is bidding. And I said, yeah, why do I keep, you know, verbal diarrhea and spending my time? So I'm going to put that into a course format and we'll put it up there. Same with you guys. You know, I'm sure you listen to your guys, your subscribers. Hey, that was great. Can you talk more about this? Can I talk more about that? Yeah. So I need the feedback. Of course, it helps the algorithm, but that's not what it's for. It's for to get the information you want. Don't be afraid to ask. Every YouTuber, every content creator wants you, the listener, to tell us what you need. And if we can offer it or we can supply it, then that's going to be our next video. And, and it's just a good way to go. Because again, we're Josh, like he said it, it's, we're afraid. We don't ask the competition in the wholesale house for anything. Ask away. That's what YouTube is for. Yeah. That's what podcasts are for. Yep. Yep. Well, thanks so much, Jeff. Thanks for all your time, all your expertise. You're, you're, uh, you got awesome energy. And uh, just, <laughs> I appreciate uh, it, man. We're, we're, we're cheering for you and, and want the best for you. Yep. Likewise, likewise. And if you're listening to this on my channel and you have not subscribed to The Modern Electrician, either on YouTube which uh, yours is at the modern electrician with some squiggly numbers. I don't know why you guys got to fix that. You know how to fix that. I'll help you with that. And then yeah, if not us. anything, podcasts, uh, Google, Spotify, and uh, Apple, you guys are on it. Obviously I got you guys on yeah. Google podcast. You guys better go over there. If you're, if you're a 360 electrician fan, you got to be a fan of these guys. Cause I love them. Go see the videos, laugh and just have a good time. Yeah, man. That's what we're all about. That's it, we're, baby. We're That's culture. what being an electrician is not a job. It's, it's like being in Disneyland, man. Come on. Can you imagine being a plumber? How stinky is that job? Did you know that they have a, uh, a code for like, uh, over the, the PA system for when people are dumping urns of dead loved ones in Disney? Because so many people love you, Disney. Oh, yeah. I did or hear about that. A What's loved the, one, a yeah. loved one to, to sprinkle yeah. them there. They, yeah. They're like, it's like a code 27 in progress. Oh, they my actually gosh. Have I believe it. Because of how much. So are you saying. So are you saying that we have a deadly? I don't know what you're saying there, but yes, I do know they have the code. I, I, I don't want to get sprinkled at Disney. I would be sprink if I was being sprinkled at Disney. I would want it to only be like in the food court. You know what I mean? In, right. Just in the. How about in the food at the food court? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going way off, my friends. Guys, oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I love you. I, I appreciate yeah. you guys having me on. It's really exciting. I know we're going to do this again, and I'm inviting you guys to my podcast. Okay. We just started that, right. uh, and so yeah, that's next, and that that's one. Awesome, will, yeah, we'll figure it out. Awesome, man. Right. Appreciate you guys. That sounds great. Right. Thanks, See you, Jeff. Buddy. See you. We'll talk to you. All right. That was our chat with our good buddy, Jeff, the 360 Electrician. You can check him out online, the360electrician.com, and use the numbers 360 when you do that. Uh, check him out on YouTube, the360 Electrician. He's on Instagram. Tons of content out there for people just like you who either want to go out on your own and aren't sure exactly what to expect, and those of us who've already done it, He's got content to help you level up and, and take your operation to the next level. So go check him out. He's a great guy. Jeff, thanks so much for taking the time to sit down with us. That was a lot of fun. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that and took something from it. We'd love to hear from you. So any chance you get on uh, Instagram or YouTube videos, um, or you could go straight to our website, www.modernelectricianpod.com, and there are ways that you can contact us through the website. Let us know uh, your thoughts insights topics of conversation you'd like us to cover things like that all right y'all have a great week be safe do good work we'll see you next time